and David Loman joining us as he does at this time of week for health and well-being on 2NURFM. And we're very happy to take your calls, 49216216, we'll get you through to us. And what are we talking about, David? Yeah, good afternoon, Jane. Good afternoon, everyone. Um, just generally different conditions of the body and what really is a healthy body? How, what is, how would you know if someone's healthy and how it's not about fitness because you can, you can bring your muscles to fitness, but if the biochemistry is out of balance, if the pH is out of balance, if the carbohydrates and those other areas are out of balance, then the body actually won't be healthy and it therefore can't perform at its optimal. And we're starting off with something from the library, Dave. Yes, I've got a reasonably large library, a couple of thousand books. And in those books, I tend to go back to the older books, the ones which came out when vitamins were first discovered and the energy of the nutrients were used in a, in a much more simple way. And this is a book by a guy called Abraham Hoffer. Now, Hoffer is one of my heroes in uh, nutrient... Um, medications if you like and he talks about and coined the words orthomolecular nutrition and that's basically what I practice and what a lot of other naturopaths practice and his philosophy was that if you find the right nutrients for a person most of the health issues that they have will go away and that's that's the way that I think if you can do that before you turn to drugs you can find enormous benefit for the body so I just want to read something out of the book. You will enjoy super good health when you are in harmony with the environment. Then you sense the surroundings, perceive them as most normal people do, experience clear thinking, act alert, feel in tune with the general thought of the day, but not necessarily in agreement with it, show a normally cheerful mood, sometimes feel appropriately depressed and sometimes ecstatic, and can perform physical activities desired with adequate energy and enthusiasm. Not every person will reach this state of super health. Everyone should try for it, however. A large number of people will be happily surprised if they do make the effort. Will you be one of them? And that was his whole philosophy. And because Hoffer was able to get people out of psychiatric wards, he was able to help cure schizophrenia and bipolar. You know, he's got a lot of, lot of credits up. And he was very much a friend of... Um, Linus Pauling. Linus Pauling uh, had two Nobel Prizes to his name. So these are really high-profile people who developed and worked with what is called orthomolecular nutrition, which is finding the right nutrients for the individual body and supplying them at the maximum level that the body needs to sustain physical, mental and emotional health. And that's what we're looking at too, that isn't it? That is what we're looking at. And, and yeah, and it's really important to have it because any deficiency in any area of our life um, means that our life is never going to be lived at the fullest extent that we could possibly have it. And that's sad. For a lot of people, that's the way they live their life all the time, never really knowing the heights, never really knowing that they can get out of um, any situation they're in, whether it's arthritis or something else. It, it's more about... How do you do that and let people know that it is possible to do? So you said we'd be talking a little bit about some of the conditions that the body may be susceptible to. Yeah, there's look, there's some very simple tests that people can do to find out whether their body is actually healthy. 
One way is to poke their tongue out themselves and look at their tongue and examine that tongue. (laughs) The tongue is supposed to be pink and healthy with no splits in it. When there's splits in the tongue, that shows a deficiency of the gastrointestinal tract and that shows a deficiency of the B-group vitamins, which which can have the effect of affecting moods, energy and digestion. So it's just a simple little test that people can do. The other thing they can do is they can press in any part of their body and if they have pain or soreness in any part of their body, then something is off in their life. And those areas, you know, it could have been a trauma accident and yes, there can be some residual pain, but even that residual pain can be lessened and lessened and lessened if people learn what to do. So we can stick our tongues out and press ourselves we can. around the place. <laughs> yeah, and I get people when I'm seeing them to actually press in on certain areas of their body. And the most important area to press in is in the sternum area, up underneath the rib cage, along both sides of the rib cage. And any soreness or tenderness there means the gastrointestinal tract or the liver digestive system is upset. And that needs to be treated urgently. So, in fact, it is important where you press yourself. It will give you a different idea of, of it what will. You well, might on have. the right hand side is the liver. Mm-hmm. On the left hand side is the pancreas, and right across that section is the large intestine as well. Mm-hmm. As human beings and as self healing mechanisms, it's important, I believe, to realise that we are supposed to be healthy. We are supposed to be well. We are supposed to be clear in our thoughts, clear in our actions, understand there are consequences to the things we do or don't do, and that we can be in control of our life. This is Health and Wellbeing, and we are asking for your calls, 49216216. Helen's rung in now from East Maitland. Hello, Helen. You've got a question you'd like to ask, Dave. Hello, Helen. Hello. I'd like to know what I can do to stop stress headaches. Hello, Helen. The, the most important thing is to find out where they're coming from in a way. So it can be a tension headache from the neck and the shoulders. It can also be a digestive headache that the body, because of stress, is not digesting the food properly. And that sets up pressure in the brain. And that is one of the things that can could be a major cause of headaches. So the more you can look at what you are doing in, a, in the whole context of your life and if you can go through a few processes of learning to de-stress and there are simple techniques that can be taught to do that because most people with stress headaches or stress generally in their life just don't have the skills to cope with it. If their parents didn't know how to cope with stress, then that reflects back through into um, our life, my life, your life, And because of that, uh, all different sorts of conditions can come about and stress headaches are just one of those conditions. So is there anything you'd like to say about that from your own point of view? No, I just want to know how to cope with them. Okay, well, my thing would be not to cope with them, but to take effective action. Find a naturopath that you can trust, uh, someone up at East Maitland, uh, come down this way, Talk to somebody about what's happening and sit down with them, get a case history done and find out where they're coming from because you absolutely do not have to put up with them. Okay. Thank you for your, 
Thanks for your call, Thanks, Helen, Helen. And uh, good to hear. And 49216216 is the number to ring if you've got a question for David today. And stress does actually, David, make quite a bit of difference to... It, it does. And there were three pioneers who worked with stress. And one was called Hans Selye, and he worked in the 1930s. Roger Williams was another who worked with stress in the 1940s. And Hoffer, again, worked with stress in the 1950s and 60s. And all of them had simple techniques to help conquer stress. And how does it actually affect the body, though, stress? It goes through a sequence. Uh, the stress itself um, activates the adrenals, and that puts a, releases poisons into the system. The adrenaline, if it's not dealt with effectively, can become a poison in the system. And that overloads the brain and can cause all different sorts of complications because it shuts down the digestive system. So that also can combine with things like tea and coffee, perhaps? Well, tea itself can be a stress. Coffee can be a stress. Wine, alcohol can be a stress. They're all poisons on the body. So anything that we have, we, we have to choose our poisons. We have to be able to say, I'll have a little bit of that poison, a little bit of that poison, but I won't have too much of either. Now, why, and, do, you do, why do you call them poisons? Well, because they all affect the liver. Right. So, and because they all affect the liver, they're actually detrimental to our body. Okay. So I think we might have another call coming in at the moment, maybe. Yes, let's – no – Let's see. Let's see what happens. Okay, so where are we up to at the moment, David? Well, the, the important thing is to understand that whatever is happening, you don't have to put up with it. There are people who are ready to help, and they will help nutritional, they will help orthomolecular, they will help herbal, as we've just heard from Dennis Stewart before. There are people there who will help if people just put their hand up and say, Please help me. Well, Pia has rung in from Hamilton, and you've got a question for David. Yes, good morning, David. Good morning. Um, look, you mentioned earlier about um, having an, un un an unhealthy tongue in yes. regards to health. Um, in my case, I seem to have constantly a very thick um, white coating on my tongue every day no matter what i do it's always there yeah that's coming from the gastrointestinal tract so okay. and it needs to be work you need to work on the liver to okay. restore the integrity of the gastrointestinal tract okay so now the little sequence that you can go through with that is to build up to a point where you can actually do a gallbladder flush okay. and restore the integrity also of the flora of the gastrointestinal tract Often the coated tongue is a sign that antibiotics have been taken at some stage through life and the flora of the gut has never really rebalanced itself effectively. Okay. Hmm. okay. Something oh, to work on there. So it can be candida, it can be other things, but basically the microbes in the body are out of control. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sounds like some testing. Thanks for your call, Pete. Well, thank you very much, Thank David. you. Bye-bye. And Laura joins us now from Morissette. Laura, you've got Hi. something. Hello, yes, Laura. David. Hi, David. Hi. Um, I've got a couple of questions. Um, first is migraine headaches. Yes. I have a daughter who suffers really bad with them. Yes. And I want to know um, what can she do? The first thing is to overhaul the diet. 
is to look at where the diet is and see if there's any foods in there which are contributing towards that. Mm -hmm. The next thing is to see whether her body's out of alignment in any way, to find a good bodywork practitioner who can help her um, rebalance her body, basically. Well, she has got a bad back. Right. She does suffer and she's... um she could hardly walk, and she's always in pain with it. Okay. Um, she... And all the medications that the doctors have given her, the painkillers, are not doing her any good. Well, the painkillers won't do any good because they're not dealing with the actual issue, which is the bad back. Yeah. So it's more important that she finds a good practitioner she can trust yeah. and works with that practitioner to take all the pressure out of her spine the spine is supposed to be in alignment, you know, the seven cervical vertebrae in the yeah. neck that, and the head sits on the atlas right at the top of the neck. So that needs to be in alignment. Then all down the back needs to be in alignment as well. And there's a particular spacing between each of the vertebrae which needs to be in place. And whenever any of those things aren't happening, then people are liable to be diagnosed with a bad back. But every one of those things can usually be corrected, providing there's been no major damage done to any of the vertebra. But that would be a starting point. To, but in order to do that, you also need to balance out the pH of the body so the minerals can be absorbed to hold the back steady. And there is an e-book that was talking about Kerry Ream's work and that was written by a woman who was in a back brace and in extreme pain and her back was deteriorating very badly. Mm-hmm. And I'll um, give people the number to call about that one later on yeah. uh, that okay. they can actually call up. And uh, Philip and I, my partner in uh, Balance to Wellness, are quite happy to send that e-book out to anybody who asks. Okay, then. And what about restless legs? She um, mineral restless deficiency. Legs. Mineral deficiency. Change the diet, change the nutrients, and the restless legs will generally go away very quickly. You're listening to Health and Wellbeing on 2NURFM, and we're taking your calls, 49216216. And David Lomond, Bob has rung in from Rathmines. Hello, Bob. Yeah, hi, David. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. That's good. Look, um, I just wanted to talk to you. Um, Look, I'm uh, recovering from uh, autoimmune, which is sarcoidosis. which uh, happened a few, quite a few years ago, but um, I'm you know, pretty sure, for my opinion anyway, it was related back to stress. Yes. And work-related. Yes. Um, and things like Hashimoto's, and uh, I had diabetes insipidus as well, And um, but it seems to be that it's left me, even though the psychodosis has declined, it's uh, left, me, left me with a fairly high um, immune response, I guess, and I'm actually losing the melanin out of my skin now. It's good to have a high immunity, but um, I'm just sort of wondering, is there anything that I should be doing uh, from a holistic point of view to maybe improve um, you know, where, where that is at the moment? Absolutely. Yeah, look, the faster you can rebalance your body, the better. Um, the nutrients that are needed are needed in higher quantities than what uh, you would say somebody who doesn't have those conditions would need. And you also have to be able to take those nutrients in. So there's gut repair that needs to take place amongst other things as well. So sure. it, so it's really important to start at the digestive level, at the gut level, work out what needs to be done there, support the whole of the immune system with whatever it needs, and particularly in these situations, the B-group vitamins to drive the energy cycle. Right. Yes, it's interesting, isn't it? It's, um, it's amazing how can actually um, uh, come out and actually come out in the body type of thing. It, um, it, 
Well, it does, but I I look at it differently. I tend to look at it and say the body is a wonderful self-healing mechanism that is trying to tell us something we are doing isn't working. So any pain we've got is really the body's messenger, the warning system that is telling us that something's wrong. And if we disregard the warning system, then it's at our own peril. And then it's a matter of learning the skills that it takes to rebuild the body. And that's, that's the most important thing, is to learn those skills. Good, good. That's really important. Yeah. So thanks very much for your call, Bob. And we'll go to Spears Point now. And Kathy joins us. Kathy, a question for David. Hello, oh, Kathy. Hello, David. Um, Hi. Hello. Um, what I'm um, interested in is after having a total hysterectomy, I'm still on um, permanent like hormone tablets. HRT, yes. Yes, I'm 61, and I'm wondering how long do I need to be on those? You know, the doctor seems to keep me on them. Um, In a way, it will be up to the doctor, and it's up to you. So the doctor will have one opinion, and the, the other step for you is to know what you actually want to do with your own body. So your body will make hormones and continue to make hormones and the liver has to work effectively in order to rebalance them. But you have to look also at the reason why the hysterectomy in the first place, which is usually from excessive bleeding or pain or something of that nature, is fairly severe. And that's a mineral imbalance. If you go back and, and look at that as a fundamental issue within the body, that comes out of the imbalance of the minerals. And that imbalance will still be there even though you're on the HRT. Yes. Well, I'd like to not have to take the HRT. Well, yeah. And I would would be suggesting that you look at how you rebalance your body. Find a good naturopath. Work with that naturopath. Work with someone who really understands the body and can help you to restore balance to your body. Well, I think, you know, the less... um chemical things that you put into your body wouldn't that be better the 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 unnatural things or well even the natural things are chemicals so but they're natural chemicals they're natural minerals natural vitamins they're things found in nature that boost the body's own support system and help the cells turn over faster and rebuild faster so do you, how do you find um um the natural um ones normally other than, say, Premarin or... Um... Well, no, there's no there's no magic bullet. It, it is about rebuilding. It's about looking at where your biochemistry is, finding out what needs to be done about that, and then supporting your body so that it can rebuild itself. And along the way, there may be some herbal supplements that you can use to help restore the integrity of your hormonal system a bit, but the minerals are the building blocks that really need to be in place. So thank you for that. Thanks for the call, Kathy. And time for just one more call, and that's Judith joining us from Mount Hutton. Hi, Jane. Hi, David. Hello, Judith. I just heard the lady about the coating on the tongue. Yes. What was the gold matter flush then? What do you have to do? Ah, the basically what I do with clients and teach others to do is that you build up to doing a gallbladder flush. So the whole, the whole process of naturopathic um, healing is to start, get people back a bit of energy, then do something else that's going to restore more integrity to the body. So down the track, 
you you end up doing what's called a gallbladder flush, but you don't do it, not in my clinics anyway, you don't do it without first of all considering the state of health of the body. So you can go onto a website called CureZone, C-U-R-E-Z-O-N-E.com and have a look where they've got gallbladder flushing. And the gallbladder flush allows the body to get rid of gallstones without having to have an operation. But my warning is be careful. Don't do it unsupervised. Find a good naturopath. Work with that naturopath to actually bring about an effective result. And I've had people pass hundreds of stones. And that's health and well-being for today. Thank you, David. Some great Thank calls. Thank you, Jane. Thank you, everyone. David Lomman and health and well-being. We'll be back next week towards the end of the year. La, is it the last, last one? It is the last one next week, week. Uh, yes. on 2NURFM.